Rooster Tail Talk, a podcast dedicated to everything related to the sport we all love, hydroplane racing. I'm your host, David Newton, and it's time once again, so sit back, relax, and welcome to Rooster Tail Talk. It is Wednesday, May 18th, 2022, and this is episode 83. Well, we're back. We're in our fourth season of podcasting for hydroplane racing i'm excited to be back i hope you enjoyed a great off season it seems like forever ago we were talking about hydroplanes on the water seeing them race but spring is here summer's on its way and that means hydroplane racing is just around the corner a lot of things to be excited for but once again i hope you had a good off season it's been a little bit busy here in the teaching world if you know anyone that wants to be a substitute teacher or looking to get into teaching Renton School District's taking lots of applications. Uh, they are in bad need of substitute teachers, I'll tell you that. But we're not here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about teaching. We're here to talk about hydroplane racing. There's a lot to be excited for. There's a lot on the horizons this year for hydroplanes, for boat racing, for H1 Unlimited. And this it starts this week. Boats are going to be on the water this Friday. I want to say it's a brand new event. It's not quite brand new. But there is going to be an ex- exhibition in Vancouver, Washington, this Friday, May 20th. If you're in the area, hopefully you can get down there and see them on the water. You might hear some buzz around, some buzz, 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 buzz. And it's just not bees out there. There's some buzz about this event. It's, uh, it's Some people are excited about seeing boats on the Columbia in Vancouver. It's not the first time that boats have been down there, by the way. Back in 1979, there was an exhibition run there. Uh, there was... I believe four boats went down there for that event or the exhibition, but there will be four out there this Friday. It's been announced that the U8 Miss Tri-Cities with J. Michael Kelly driving will be there. Joining him will be the U11 Unlimited Racing Group with Jamie Nielsen, the U40 Miss Beacon Plumbing with Dave Vilwak, and the U91 Miss Goodman Real Estate with Jeff Bernard. They'll be at that exhibition race or exhibition run, exhibition venue, whatever we want, we want to call that. But they'll be there on the water. They're going to have a measured two-mile oval course. It's going to be... I haven't been down to Vancouver that often, so I don't know the area that well. But it says through the official statement from each one that they're going to be on the Columbia River between Interstate 5 and Interstate 205 with a start-finish line located near the beaches, restaurant, and bar. Uh, they'll be on the water between 8.30 in the morning to 3.30 p.m. So right in the, the workday, hopefully you're not working, hopefully you can have some time off, go down there, see them run. Uh, but if you are going to be a spectator, H1 is asking that you watch from the Columbia River Waterfront Renaissance Trail between Hoosong and Larry's Beaches Restaurant and Bar. Uh, they'll be parking for the event in limited special zones, fields by the entrance to the old apple tree across from the water park waterfront park on the southwest columbia way and as well as waterfront park by Husong and larry's for public parking and they got some restaurants businesses down there that are for customers and residents only so make sure if you go down there that you go to the correct parking zones for that but it's exciting because an exhibition on the water in a new uh, area that could lead possibly to another race event race venue would be great to have another race 
venue on the H1 series. This is how some races get started, right? So uh, Gunnersville, that didn't, they didn't start racing there. They had an exhibition run. Uh, they had boats out there running on the water to make sure that logistically it would work before they had a full-fledged event. So this is this has the potential. Excited to see how the venue works for this exhibition. And I'm excited and hopeful that, that we can add another race to the short H1 season. I uh, would love to see it become a little bit longer. And races, don't, they don't just happen. There's a lot of paperwork involved in it, a lot of liability, a lot of footwork that has to be done. And it sounds like the people of Vancouver, Washington, uh, bridging with the people of H1 Unlimited are trying to take the right steps to procure a new event and venue for Unlimited Racing. Let's give them full, our full support and see where this goes. But that Vancouver test session this Friday won't be the only test session before the Unlimited Racing season starts. Um, there's going to be a vintage test session, which has been confirmed by several sources on Facebook. Um, there's been some posting out there. And on Tuesday, May 24th on Lake Washington, there'll be some vintage boats actually going out there and they'll be testing on Lake Washington. One I am very excited to see is the old Gale replica that was built by Bill Black out of Alabama. It was purchased by a group here in Washington and it's been uh, refurbished, repainted, and set up uh, as a classic uh, late 1950s Maverick. I haven't seen this in person, but I've seen some pictures online through social media, and this looks beautiful, looks stunning, and that will be there uh, to christen on Lake Washington, as well as a few other boats from the museum will be out there testing on Lake Washington next week. I know there's some there's some projects at the museum that's been working on. One project I'm excited to see this summer, which hasn't been slated on when they're going to get this out. I haven't gotten confirmation when the restoration of that 1979 Squire Shop will be out there this year. It has been said that we should see that at the Columbia Cup, but I know they're going to want to test that this summer. So hopefully we'll see that on Lake Washington once again. And then again, before the season starts, in over in Kennewick on the Columbia River, there will be another shakedown on, on the Columbia preseason test on Friday, June 3rd. We have not gotten confirmation yet on what teams will be there, but in years prior, we have seen three, four teams uh, go out there on the Columbia. I believe last year we saw Graham Trucking, as well as the Strong Racing, was represented there. I'm, I, I could probably, I would think Strong Racing would be a safe bet to see there in Tri Cities. I know a lot of fans are excited to see Strong Racing represent the Tri Cities once again, but look for that on the calendar and more news to come out about that as June 3rd comes closer. Well, speaking of the preseason tests and exhibitions, uh, each one has confirmed their full race schedule for the year. It looks like they're going to start off for their first official race event will be the Gold Cup over in Gunnersville, Alabama. Uh, the first event, uh, similar to uh, Daytona 500 as NASCAR, starting the year off with the biggest race. It'll be on June 25th and 26th. One thing that's interesting on this, I know they've talked about wanting to have a two-day event in Gunnersville, an only two-day event. With that being the biggest race of the year, normally there's another round of heats. It'll be interesting to see how they play that out uh, for format-wise with only two days for qualifying, testing, and the four flights of heats and the final heat. But that'll be fun to see that 
them have a full field in Gunnersville for that big Gold Cup race. Uh, not too long after that, July 1st through 3rd, I think the week later, is they're in Madison, Indiana for the Indiana's Governor's Cup. At the end of July, they're on the West Coast, July 29th through the 31st, Tri-Cities Washington, Columbia Cup. It's always a fun event in the hot heat there in the desert in Tri-Cities. And then a week later, they're over in Seattle for the Home Street Bank Cup, August 5th through 7th. And then they finish out the five-race series in San Diego, California for the Bill Muncy Cup, September 16th through 18th. A five-race season again this year, but with the potential of the exhibition. Hopefully we can see Vancouver on the market next year for a race. Would love to see that. I know the fans would too. Speaking of fans, I spent the last weekend over in Tri-Cities, Washington with a lot of hydroplane fans. I race, many of you know I race RC hydroplanes, radio-controlled boats, but I race not just any type of boats. I race radio-controlled scale models of hydroplanes that I've raced in present and past years. I raced in several clubs, and the club I raced in last weekend is called RC Unlimiteds. Now, RC Unlimiteds has a deep history of racing around the state of Washington and has procured a lot of fans to come together and embrace the sport of hydroplane racing that we all love. In their own rights, they've made models of unlimited hydroplanes from the 1950s up to, to the recent years. And I got a chance to speak with a few members of the club and ask them what they were excited for in the upcoming H1 Unlimited Hydroplane season. First, I talked to Jason Walters, who races a 1-8 scale model of the 2018 Miss Home Street Bank. But don't let that fool you, because he is 100% a strong racing fan. Uh, this season, I'm really excited for the upcoming test in Vancouver. That's just a week away now. Uh, so it'll be great to see what Strong Racing has done. Uh, I've heard they've uh, lightened up the boats, and they've got uh, a few other things they're trying this year. Uh, it, it, the boat was just here in Pasco for the Fiery Food Festival, so I'm real excited to see those guys back out again. Uh, I'm excited to see the second boat come out of that Home Street camp. They're going to run the, uh, the Goodman, I believe it was. They're going to run that boat all, uh, all season this year. So uh, it'll be our first look at two two-boat teams. So uh, perhaps what uh, some team driving comes into play in that, uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. I'm really excited. Next, listen to Bill Rerig, who is a longtime hydroplane fan who races RC models, who has also raced online the past few summers in the H1 Unlimited E-League. What I'm most excited for is the large boat count at almost every single race, especially Gunnersville for the APBA Gold Cup. We might have eight boats there, and each and every boat is going to be gunning for that Gold Cup. There's not a single boat that is not competitive this year. You may recognize the next voice, David Ramirez. He's a longtime native of Pasco, longtime super fan of hydroplane racing, who has started his own collection and virtual museum on social media and online. So I'm super excited, man. It's Dave Ramirez, Hydrotown USA, coming at you. Super excited for the... 2022 season coming up yeah h1 is going to be a blast and i can't wait to see everybody down there there's all sorts of new upcoming containers coming up it's going to be a blast so i'm hoping to see everybody out there and uh we'll be out there finally i got to talk to casey anders a hydroplane fan who has lived in the tri-cities area for a while who races an, another model of the home street bank almost successfully as jimmy shane uh, yeah, no, I'm super stoked for the season. Uh, we got that new exhibition coming up, which I'm excited to have another 
another race in Washington, hopefully, coming up here pretty soon. And then um, spring training is always awesome to watch in Tri-Cities. So I'm super stoked about that. And then my biggest thing this year is boat count. Like we got boat count up a little bit, which has been lacking the last few years and really any boat can win. So I'm super excited. But what about you, the listener? What are you excited about this year for H1 Unlimited? Is it the exhibition in Vancouver? Are you excited to see the boats on the water? Do you have a favorite team you're following? Maybe there's some other aspect of the sport that you're really excited for. Make sure you let us know. Comment on our Facebook, Instagram, social media pages, or even send me an email. But I'd love to hear from you and what you're excited for for 2022 in H1 Unlimited. Well, it's been said that there's going to be a full eight-boat field for the first race. We're going to see some good race, quality racing this year. There's no doubt about that. Some of the teams we're wondering about, it's hard to speculate with some of the teams over the offseason because some teams take to social media a little bit more than others. We have seen some content from the U3 Cooper Racing online, and they've been working hard at rebuilding some of their engines. And I think they even showed some pictures of a Frankenstein engine that they had some bits and pieces from different race teams over the years uh, with a lot of history behind it. And I, I'm i sure we'll see them out at Tri-Cities. I'm hoping we'll see them out a little bit more to add to the boat count uh, because that's one fast boat that the fans love to see at the races. I'm hoping that the U21 will be back this year. It's been very quiet from the team. Um, last year they did say that they were expecting to come back in 2022, but they have not posted anything on social media. Uh, things have been pretty quiet for that team, but let's keep our fingers crossed we see that this summer. And I know there's been a lot of busy teams out there. Strong Racing has been very active in the offseason. They've been very upfront with us on social media, which I appreciate. You can see them building lots of spare parts. They look very prepared for the year. Uh, their boats are in pristine shape. Uh, the, four, the 40, Beacon Plumbing, I know they've been hard at work there with Kelly Stockland and Dave Vilwak. Um, they've been posting some pictures of their boat ready to go. It looks as great as always. I think I was even looking, zooming in on some photos there and could see some some interesting things they're going to try, um, some concepts they have. So we'll see how that plays out for them this year. But also the 27, Wiggins out of Alabama, they've been very busy and they've been posting a lot of live video feeds of their crew working on the boat in the shop. I think the last thing they've been posting is them building their decks. I know they're busting their butts to get that boat ready, and and hopefully they'll have it ready for the season opener in Gunnersville, Alabama. That would be great to see the team run for the Gold Cup. I know they're excited for this year, and they probably want that boat done yesterday. It's a long process rebuilding a boat and building basically a brand new boat for that team. But I know they're doing it right, and I can't wait to see it on the water. But I know we will see it this year. Uh, whether that's at the first race or later in the season, time will tell. In the later episode, um, when the season comes a little bit closer, we'll talk about predictions. We'll talk about what we expect to see this year. I'll give you some of my predictions. I think I was probably batting 500 last year's in last year's predictions. I think I got the Gold Cup right and maybe one or two other races. But we'll give you some more predictions and see how this year will unfold. But the last thing I want to talk about is Something that's pretty cool. I remember them. I remember URC doing this when I was a kid. But there's a fan application that H1 Unlimited has right now. You can go onto their website, h1unlimited.com, and on there you'll see an H1 fan club application. Click on the link, and there's a printable application where you can become 
a, an official H1 fan. And it looks like joining fee is a reoccurring $50 fee, uh, which you will then be given, uh, mailed a special gift. You'll get a fan club card, a fan club number, and it looks like you'll be um, entered to receive a newsletter, um, either by mail or email. And it's a great way to show your support to the sport that we follow and love. I remember doing that as a kid and getting some newsletters and some pretty cool stuff in the mail. That just sounds like fun. So I'm going to be sending my application in today for that. And I hope you can do that as well. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm glad to be back for the fourth season of Virtual Talk. We're going to take next week off. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled program Tuesday, May 31st at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And we'll be back in less than two weeks for our regularly scheduled programming. Look for some more interviews, more nostalgic races, and just more talk about that sport we love, hydroplane racing. So until next time, I hope to see you at the races.